everybody. I'm Jamie Duke. And I am Joe Fonda. And once again, welcome back to our podcast, The Towel in the Basin. Yes. And we are still taking questions and yep. we are answering another question today. This one is a... It's actually a series of questions. It's a series of kind questions. Kind of all related. It's a, a bunch of questions. questions. Yeah. Um, this is about mental health, emotional health, mm. counseling. And so here's the question. Should mental and emotional health be important to Christians? Uh, yeah, I think absolutely. Um, look, and I, gosh, I don't know exactly what the person asking that question has in mind when they ask that question. Um, but I, I, I think I could take a wild guess and, uh, and say clearly and, and absolutely yes. I do think that this is something we have to take seriously as Christians. There is a tendency to maybe try to, um, strip down human beings into nothing more than just uh, truth proclaimers and truth receptors, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, but think about the way that God made us. God could have made a world where it's just plain and square and ordinary, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. He made a world filled with colors. He made a world filled with shapes and sizes. He, he made a, a world filled with smells and all sorts of things. He made a world where things taste good. Mm-hmm. He made a world where things feel a certain way. He made us physical beings in such a way that that we, we can incorporate all of that and mm-hmm. experience all of that and to enjoy all of that. Mm-hmm. And so all of that to say, as I talk about the way that God made it, he made us this way. And part of the way he made us is not just spiritual, that mm-hmm. is true, but physical and also emotional. Mm-hmm. And um, we've talked in some other podcasts about the way that God himself is is at least partly that way. Mm-hmm. So he might not be a physical being, um, but God does experience, it seems, uh, or at least he's described. There's debate actually amongst theologians as to whether mm-hmm. or not he actually experiences these emotions. But he's described at least as as having certain types of, of responses, anger, pleasure and mm-hmm. things of that nature and he makes us For that sure. way and i think it's it, look no matter how you want to what position you want to take about god being that way the fact of the matter of it is he did make us that way yeah and we do experience those things and so i think that's part of ha- what we are and therefore we have to take that stuff very seriously um simple and the other thing i'd say here about why we have to take this seriously is that look whether we like it or not whether we want to admit it or not all of us respond and make major life decisions and even small life decisions based off of emotions. Mm-hmm. So if those emotions are not healthy, if our mental life is not healthy, then there's a the very high correlation of just a lack of health across the board in our life. So we have to take this seriously. Do you think that's, though, the result of a weakness or something? For instance, if we're making emo- um, decisions based on emotions or emotional input is in some way the goal to be more stoic, not to be missing anything, but to be more Vulcan, to put it in Star mm. Trek terms, yeah. where we are just more rational, logical. Do you think that's a benefit or do you think that's going in the wrong direction? Um, I think it can have its, it certainly has its place. There's times where we just, uh, we do need to let cooler heads prevail. Say, for example, you find yourself in a moment where it's very easy to be angry. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in moments of great anger, we will be inclined to make rash decisions and wrong decisions. Not surprisingly, therefore, the Bible will say things to us like this. Be angry and sin not. Mm-hmm. Which is to say, look, you, you yeah. do feel this and you are going to have rage in your heart, but don't make the wrong decision. There's the, kind of having mastery. 
right. over your feelings. That's right. So there's a there's absolutely the place where our emotions get the best of us. Mm-hmm. We make rash decisions. I mean, my gosh, if I learned anything in my time working in the prisons, mm-hmm. when I hang out with these folks in the prisons, we, we tend to think of those of us on the outside that, you know, they're very, very different from us. Mm-hmm. Man, you hear their stories, and many many of these cases, you put yourself in their shoes in that moment, and you go, "Man, I I could have I could so easily see myself doing yeah. the same thing." Somebody rapes his granddaughter, and he goes out and he kills the guy. You know, I mean, wrong. Nobody's nobody's arguing that it was it was right of him to do that, but understandable, mm-hmm. right? Somebody cheats, your wife cheats on you, or something like that, and dude just has an outrage and goes and beats a guy. Doesn't mean to kill him, but he beats a guy up, but he kills him in the process, mm-hmm. or something like that. Somebody breaks a beer bottle over his head in the middle of a bar one night, you know, uh, and he turns around, and he beats a guy up, and he dies. I mean, so all that to say, these are their life is filled with examples, and we don't even have to look to prisoners. We could look at our own lives of times and places where we let our emotions get the best of us. So in answer to the question that our move to try to be more Vulcan or mm-hmm. to be uh, more factual, more stoic, whatever else, yes, there's a time and a place for that. But I also think there's error on the other side, right? Mm-hmm. The, at the, and this is why I started the way I did. At the end of the day, God did not make us to be calculators or computers. Mm-hmm. He made us to be living and fleshed beings of body and soul and he made us in such a way that these emotions are a part of this. And when guided directly, have their appropriate place. I mean, mm-hmm. the book of Ecclesiastes mm-hmm. tells us, man, there's a time and a place under the sun for everything. There's a time to laugh mm-hmm. and there's a time to cry. Yeah. Now, those are two very different emotions, joy of laughter and pain and sorrow. Mm-hmm. Those are very different emotions. And what the book of Ecclesiastes is telling us is there is a place for both. Mm. So the Vulcan move, as you've described <laughs> it, to strip away may indeed have its place. We have to be able to control our emotions. Yeah. And part of controlling our emotions sometimes is letting them have their place. Yeah. You know, right? It's kind of like a kid yeah. when you're in when you're in elementary school. There's a reason those classes go out on the playground and yeah. let it out. Because yeah. those little kids need to let it out. When someone dies or someone experiences great loss. The move will be for some people to try to bottle it in and hold it in and just in the name of being strong. Man, there are times you flat out need to grovel and cry on the floor and let it out Mm -hmm. because it's really there. Mm -hmm. And it's supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. You just lost somebody you loved. Mm So – uh, truth be told, I think that the, there's a place for both of them. Yeah. And we, there's times we got to control those emotions and then there's times that we, we give them their place. Do you think they're connected in the sense that what happens to one affects the others or do you think they're You'd say your, they're connected. You're talking about like yeah, the like, aspects of a person. Exactly. And, okay. I'm sorry. Like the physiology, the oh, emotional, yeah. okay. the spirituality, mm-hmm. all these kind of core elements that make up us. Man, for years, and I'm a dude. I'm a guy, <laughs> and I'm a philosopher, and so I like. I have spent a lot of time in my life wanting to think of myself and wanting to think of us that none of what you just said is true. <laughs> you, know, you hear people say sure. things like, "Man, if you're not sleeping." You're going to have a hard time with depression or if you're, uh, if you're really stressed, it can cause body damage and all this stuff. And I just kind of always thought, nah, muscle through it. Can walk it off. That. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Suck it up, buddy. Man, the older I get, the more obvious that is. Yeah. Um, yes, absolutely. The, there's no doubt. And, and part of this, not to get too philosophical or theological here, the, 
the question, you're going to say yes or no to that, mm-hmm. frankly, based off of what you believe human persons are. If you think that a human person just is a soul mm-hmm. and that a soul that embodies like a ghost in a machine, mm-hmm. a physical organism like we're in, then you could very easily say those things. Mm-hmm. If you think that you are nothing more than the physical, then you would absolutely say physiological things affect mental states. Mm-hmm. If you think that you're a combination of both, so and that's the view where I would go with it. I think that the human person is a body and soul in a composite unity. Mm-hmm. Um, if you think that, then I think you have to have a place to say within your anthropology that physical stuff affects the personal stuff and the mental stuff. So, for example, if I if a person is undernourished, there's mm-hmm. going to be problems. If a person is not resting well, there are going to be problems. If a person experiences brain trauma, there are going to be problems. Sure. If chemicals get out of whack, there are going to be problems, mm-hmm. and you have to take that seriously. Mm-hmm. There's a relationship there. The opposite is also true. I mean – the fact of the matter of it is if you're bearing massive amounts of stress, physiologically that will have an effect on your physical as well, on, on the brain, on the heart, on the on a wide assortment of things within the body. Yeah. Stress does amazing things. So are these interrelated? Absolutely. And does one impact the other? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me the emotions that we have will be the byproduct of the well-being or lack thereof in both of those, the physical and the non-physical. So I have one more question. This is a follow-up for okay. this person who wrote in. Um, so the original question was, should mental and emotional health be important to Christians? The, the follow-up was, should it also be important to people in ministry? Mm, absolutely. Uh, so a minister of the gospel. I mean, look, I have watched, unfortunately, um, and I say this with fear and trembling mm. uh, because mm-hmm. I but know. for the grace of God, oh, there go oh, I. for the grace of God. And, and I know this could happen to me or anybody yeah. around me, too. I mean, I've watched a lot of people in my years of ministry either have some kind of moral blemish, moral failure of some kind, and therefore no longer be able to continue on in ministry. Mm-hmm. I've also watched a lot of dear people that that didn't have a moral failure of some kind like that, but they just reached a place where emotionally, spiritually, they just could not go any further mm-hmm. or any farther. They um, – and, and and in a lot of those cases, it, the emotional side of this is taking a toll. So, for example, if you're lonely, mm-hmm. if you feel isolated, if you feel by yourself in this, you may be far more likely to cheat on your spouse. Mm-hmm. You're going to be tempted to look and mm-hmm. to to search and to entertain ideas and thoughts, and you're going to let them those ideas uh, roost in your mind, mm-hmm. and you're going to f- go with them. Um, if you are discouraged, uh, you might be inclined to, to cheat in other ways or mm-hmm. something like that. And so, um, you know, all those emotions, uh, if you're yeah. hurt yeah. by something in ministry, someone hurts you. You don't have a good outlet you, for those right. emotions. That's yeah. right. Then ultimately you might be inclined to, to throw down the towel or something like that. And so, the, it seems to me mm. all Christians have to take their mental life very seriously and their mental health very seriously. Uh, but the Christian, the, the minister of the gospel, even more so because we have to remember that our adversary is like a devil, like yep. a roaring lion. He's out there looking for ways to devour us and he custom suits and custom builds. Yeah. Uh, each and every trap. Trials for each one of us that are unique to us. Yeah. All right. This is the real last question. Um, how have you seen this in your own life? 
Where the rubber meets uh, the road. Jamie Dew. So, ma'am, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> leave me alone. Yeah, leave evidence. me alone, dude. Uh, I mean, um, but you're a real person. Yeah. So, I, I and I guess that's what you, I'd say. And Look, you really deal with this. This is not uh, theory here. Uh, no, I absolutely do. And and to be honest with you, the the more the responsibility is given to a person, and the the greater the consequences, the the more deeply these things are felt. And um, I would just assure everybody out there that would do us the honor of listening to this podcast. I am exactly like you in every in every respect in those ways. And that man, these pressures mount on me and um, cause me to uh, you know feel things that um, you know can be heavy mm-hmm. or can be difficult and can overwhelm just like anybody else. So I see it in my own life to answer the question, being honest, the more I'm entrusted with, the more I feel those weights and mm. pressures. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can – a job like this, a, a responsibility like this can be a very lonely place. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I have to be very – I'm fortunate in that I've got good people around me and good friends and – um, a wife that is fantastic and children that, you know, I come home from work every day and they don't care that I'm the president. Uh, they don't care about any of those things. They just, they see me as dad. Stay connected to reality. Keep your feet rooted in reality. Keep a, keep a good group of people around you that you can shoot straight with and you can be honest with about where you're actually at. You don't have to be your, your role. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yes and no. I mean, you, on the one hand, you need people that love you no matter what mm-hmm. and that you can let your hair down, so mm-hmm. to speak, with. But at the same time, those the roles that you carry, those those are realities. Mm-hmm. Those are not just at this point in our lives appendages to our mm-hmm. lives. Those are those are realities in our lives. And having people that can have a front row seat to your life mm-hmm. and be able to see the details of it and can encourage you within that. Yeah. And can be a sounding board or something like that. You've got to have that support around you. I mean, um, in my role, you to to be frank, uh, yeah, I've, you feel the you feel the weights in various ways, and you got to have people like Moses holding your arms up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, that's great. Thanks for talking us through that. Um, for everybody listening, you can send your questions in at jamiedo.com slash questions. And we would love to hear from you. And we do our best to answer your question. That's right. Hey, everybody. This is Jamie and Joe again. If you like this podcast, would you leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts? That helps other people find it. And if you have any questions, we'd love to hear about them. Just go to jamiedo.com slash questions and send them in that way. And we'll take a look at the most frequently asked questions and give them a shot.